the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rob Black, weekday mornings from 10 to noon on Talk 910 KNEW. You, your money, your life, your dreams. The answers are here. This is Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Typically when I do this show, I typically talk heavy stock markets. Honestly... I'll tell you, I'll tell Sugar Booger, I'll tell everyone on the planet, this is the greatest job on the planet because I get to study international markets, business news. It's great. It's fantastic. I get to call companies and listen to conference calls. I get to play a stock detective. I get to do a lot of fun things, so to speak. Now, you may be working in iron and you may be able to bend it in all sorts of ways, and that may be what your daddy did, and you love it. And I love what I do. One of the things I do is heavy bullet shot in the stock market. Another thing I do is talk about financial planning issues. Recently, I heard Lynn Jimenez sit in for Bob Brinker give bad investment advice. She's not a financial planner. She's not certified in anything. She's got skills of reading. It angers me to hear this, and I hope someone tells her this. She actually gave someone advice on drawing money out of a uh, IRA and a Roth IRA, and she has no business doing that because she has no concept of financial planning issues. She gave someone advice that's going to hurt them this weekend. Now, another thing I do from time to time is I'll point out obvious things like that. Be careful what you hear on radio and television as far as who your media guru is. That's a pretty good tip. That's a pretty good tip, and it costs nothing other than listen to this show. Now, another thing I could do is I could save you $18,000 a year in spending. Or I could save the average American $18,000 in spending. That's easily your whole retirement savings for a year. That's nine years of retirement savings if you're 20 years old. How can you do it? First and foremost, banking and loans. You got to wipe out interest. Average American household has $7,400 in credit card debt. Now, Bank of America and Discover have a 0% balance transfer. Right there, you're going to save $422 if you have the average credit card of 13.6%. Another way of saving money, $422, that's a lot of money, right? Another way is in the world of banking and loans. Use cashback cards. Stop accruing air miles. You're a loser. You never seem to redeem them. Switch to a cashback credit card and earn enough in a year to pay for a coast-to-coast ticket. For instance, if you spend $850 a month for 12 months using blue cash from American Express, you see a $250 credit on your bill at the end of the year. If you charge $550 a month on basics like groceries, gas, drugstore purchases, that's money in your pocket. So stop using credit cards that are tied towards air miles. Instead, use American Express's blue cash card. 
That savings $250. So two tips already. I've saved you 670 bucks. Let's do a quick phone call, Anita in San Mateo. Anita? Hello, Mr. Black. Hi, Anita. Hi. Uh, I have a question about whole life insurance. Uh, I know I listen to you almost every day, and then uh, the other day you were talking about whole life insurance is not good, but we have been buying whole, whole life insurance for about 10 years. Uh, I'm 43. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at my whole life insurance uh, statement uh, I just got last week, and I'm not happy about the whole thing because right. it, the the net um, the ending what do you call it ending net surrender yep. is only seven hundred uh, seven thousand. Right, and you've been and buying. It I've for... been investing this whole life insurance for exactly ten years at a premium of. Um, Fifteen hundred a year, so I'm looking at um, yeah, fifteen thousand already. But it the the ending balance is you know half of the value. Right. So what should I do at this point? Keep in mind that you can get a term life policy for ten percent of what you're getting a whole life policy for. Okay. And Nita, what I would do is I would go ahead and surrender. I would get the money, and I would move on. You don't need whole life insurance. Now, before you do that, get term life insurance. What do you have life insurance for, Anita? If you die, who needs the money? Well, my kids. Okay, your kids. Um, uh, my, you... my husband also have, uh, has whole life insurance. Okay, now, it... so you both have whole life insurance. Do you yes. both work? Uh, I don't. Okay, so my... you don't need whole life insurance. You don't even need life insurance. Um, if you get killed, your parents are going to need a mommy. Um, so you basically, let me, let me go through this and thanks for the call. I would cancel both whole life insurance policies, but before you do, I would get term life, make sure that you get the appropriate amount. Now, if your kid's 10 years old, get 10 years of term life. When they're 20, my opinion, Anita, they're on their own. Sink or swim. You don't, you know, you did your job. You wiped the poop off their diapers and off their bums and they, they, you educated them, and you know they turned out healthy and, and smart. So get if they're ten years old, get ten year term. If they're eighteen years old, grow it. You're not going to likely die in the next two years. So what you need is term life insurance. Cancel the whole life. Wah! You lost. You didn't die, and you didn't cash in the policy. There's a plus and minus in that story. You didn't die. So insurance is there for a worst case scenario. It is not there as an investment. So what you've learned is it's a bad investment, in fact. And had you done the cheaper route of term life, you would have $15,000 in your pocket right now. You'd have probably about $12,000 in your pocket right now. So plus that would be earning somewhere between 4 and 12% over the last 10 years, depending on how you invested it. So you lost out big. Go to term. Don't think twice about it. But again, you as the wife, you don't really need term life. Some people would say you do because dad's going to have to spend more time raising the kids. So maybe get a small policy term life on you. But the husband, who's the, the breadwinner in your family, you need term life on him because if he dies, Anita, you're not going to be able to match his earnings. Maybe you could. I, I'm not speaking scientifically here, but the idea is that you couldn't. So you're kind of doing things a little screwy. Now, that's tough advice. You can decide to take it or not. Okay. Let's go back to my uh, ways to save boatloads of cash. 
How about this one? Refinance your mortgage. Everyone knows that the sponsor of this show is BayAreaLoanSource.com. BayAreaLoanSource.com. Really good group. Really trustworthy group. They did my mortgage. Got me 4.8%. Um, I had a mortgage in a rental property that I had at 6% that they got me down to the fives on. Now, take advantage of the lowest rates in, the, in years and years and years and years right now. Monthly mortgage payments take up a lion's share of your budget. If you're at anywhere above 6%, you have got to slash your rate right now. Slash your rate from 6.7 down to 5.2 on a 30-year loan. That's going to save you 17% of your annual payment, of your monthly payment. 17% of your monthly payment can be saved by refinancing on a, on a mortgage. Now, the average American's got a $200,000 mortgage. So that's an extra $193 a month, which again, that's all of your IRA, all of your nest egg payment. That's over $2,300 a year. And if you're at a $600,000 mortgage, that's $6,000 plus you could be saving a year just by refinancing at one point lower. Another way of saving money is reshop your life insurance. Anita just called in. She's got bad product. She's spending too much on it per year. Time to reshop it. Rates are lower, even lower than even lower than you expect. Premiums have plummeted in life insurance over the last decade, and now you can save hundreds of dollars by reshopping your policy. Term insurance prices varied enormously in 1998. A lot of insurers would charge a 40-year-old man 750 bucks for a $500,000 20-term year policy. Now today, a healthy 50-year-old can buy a $500,000 policy, $500,000 policy for $445. So just in 10 years, you could save $300 a month by reshopping your term life policy. You don't have to stick with the old one. You see what I'm saying? Annual savings for that person who went from age 40 to 50, those 10 years of rechanging it, you know, that's $300 plus a year. Health insurance. Boost your deductibles. Not sure if this is an option for everyone. But if you increase the deductibles on your comprehensive and collision auto coverage to $1,000 or $2,500, it can reduce your premiums by 12 to 18%. So boosting your deductibles from $500 to $1,000 means that the savings for you is going to be about $650 a year. $650 a year by raising your deductible from $250 to $1,000. It kills me. It kills me that people want to use health insurance, that people want to use auto insurance. You don't. It's there for a worst case scenario. It's called insurance. You insure in playing blackjack. You insure if you've got a winning hand, but you see that the the dealer's got a winning hand likely, you insure that. If you have a crap hand, you likely are going to lose. You don't insure it. You insure things that you can't afford to lose. Another thing you could do to make a little do-re-mi is understand that you can slash fees in mutual funds. Average American mutual fund, 1.3%. Now, if your fund's not beating benchmarks, you're better off going with a lower-cost exchange-traded fund or lower-cost index fund. For instance, Fidelity's got what's called the Fidelity Spartan 500. It's one-tenth of 1% in costs. So it tracks the S&P 500, so if your portfolio manager is only getting you S&P 500 performance, consider the Fidelity Spartan 500 index because it's a lot cheaper and you don't have to pay them. So you can cut your expenses from 1.3% to 
you know, that's 130 basis points versus 10 basis points on a $100,000 portfolio. That's $1,200 a year. That's a lot of do re me. Cut your costs. Let's take a little bit of a break here, but when I come back, I'm going to teach you more ways of cutting your costs. I'm going to get into more stock market content. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. Your phone calls are easy pleasy. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. You want some free movie tickets? We got uh, uh, movie tickets for Wednesday night. If you want to see Taking Woodstock at the AMC Metreon, there's the kicker. It's only Wednesday night at 7.30. AMC Metreon, Taking Woodstock. That's $20 savings just like that. Boom. Make your own popcorn at home. Boom. It's a whole night of entertainment free. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Talk 910 KNEW. Helping you make sense of the complicated world of money and finance. This is Rob Black. I do my best to keep things lively and spry. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's not always lively and spry, though, when you're talking financials. It's really not. Second hour of the show, I tend to try to get into more personal issues. First hour, I try to do more national and international news on money and money issues. Got an email just came in to rob at robblack.com. I do my best to answer all emails. Um, Keep in mind that Email is not necessarily a good form to get financial advice on. In large part, I don't know anything about you. I don't. I can't even hear your voice. I can't follow up with questions. Best place to get advice right here on the show, 800-345-5639. I'll give you a good second opinion. But don't take advice. Take it as a second opinion. You'd be a fool to take advice from someone on the radio or television. You'd be a fool to do it from a newsletter. We don't know you. I got mail! Yay! I got mail! Yay! That's actually a recording of me when I get email. So, here's the situation. John writes and he goes, 38-year-old man, married with one six-year-old boy. Wife works about 20 hours a month on odds and ends with minimal pay. Currently going through Chapter 7 due to $50,000 in credit card debt due to starting my own business. I make about $100,000 a year for now. Bankruptcy should be complete by the end of October. I have no 401k. I have no savings at all. I do have $200,000 in life insurance on me only, renting my home. Your thoughts on what I should do considering the next phase. Who do I go to start a 401k with? No company backing. Penny for your thoughts. That's all I can afford. John, you are screwed. You're 38 years old and you got nothing. Well, you got a business and ability to earn $100,000 a year. You've got a beautiful son and a lovely wife. My advice is leave California. I'm not saying that as a joke. I'm saying that honestly. This is a very expensive place to raise children. It's a very expensive place to live. Now, one thing that I didn't really get from your situation is where do you live and what's your rent? $100,000 a year while renting a place for 800 bucks a month is pretty doable. But my guess is you're probably spending two to $3,000 a month in rent. So you're left with make $100,000 a year after taxes. Let's call that 60. We'll call that sales taxes and income taxes. So after $60,000 is left, 
Um, the rent, three, let's say it's two thousand, it's twenty four thousand. So you're down about forty thousand dollars. You're down to thirty, thirty to forty thousand dollars, and that's not a lot of money, uh, especially when you have to pay for food, especially when you have to pay for groceries, especially when you have to uh, insure the car and fill the car up with gasoline. It's not a lot of money. It goes fast. So my advice is consider leaving the state, especially if you can make $100,000 in another state. Making $100,000 a year ain't that big of a deal in California. Making $100,000 a year in Georgia, you're the king of Georgia. Not quite, but you get the idea. Um, There was a great article a couple months ago in the Sacramento Bee about how Californians are moving to um, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City has demand for nurses. Oklahoma City has demand for jobs, uh, iron workers. Oklahoma City is growing ever so slowly. Didn't it get caught up in the dot-com? Didn't it get caught up in the housing boom um, slash bust? So my advice, if you really want practical advice, is consider moving. My advice, if you want serious and radio talk show host advice, get the book, The New Rules About Money. It's four bucks and start a budget. You're going to find stuff in your budget where you're going to be able to save more money. You got to do it because you're 38 years old. If you die, your wife's going to get $200,000 and she, that's nothing. That's nothing. So you don't even have the right amount of insurance on you if you die. I'm a little concerned for you. You're financially way behind the pact. By age 40 in the next two years, you should have somewhere between forty dollars and $100,000 saved. Or you're going to work till the day you die. That's no fun. Your son is going to grow up watching his dad work till the day he died. I don't like that. Let's talk about other ways of saving money. I've gone through some obviously obvious ones, boosting your deductibles, reshop life insurance. It's gotten a lot cheaper. Refinance your mortgage. Um, use the American Express blue card. In large part, you get cash back. Instead of saving and saving for those air miles, just take the freaking cash back. That's the right way to do it. A couple other areas where you can save big doleros, and that's Spanish for big money. Um, investing costs. You can go with a discount broker. If you're using... A full-service broker, you're crazy. Full-service firms charge $30 or more for an online stock trade. You should be at the $10 to $20 range. E-Trade, TD Ameritrade, they're great brokerage firms. For the person who you know does trading in their portfolio, you're going to save a good $24, $240 a year minimum on just 10 trades. So stop going with a full-service broker especially the, the city groups, the Solomon Smith Barneys, uh, the Bear Stearns, well, not Bear Stearns anymore, but you get the idea. Here's one that's kind of interesting, and this one was really tough to do the research on. You're going to say, poor Rob, poor Rob, start eating at bars instead of eating at restaurants. Okay, no, go with me for a second. Give up the table when you go out with your sugar booger tonight. And sit at the bar at that very same restaurant. You typically eat for a fraction of the price if you stick to the bar menu. And I'm not talking wings. Like, for instance, Cheesecake Factory. If you sit down and get an entree, $32 salmon salad. If you go to the bar and get chicken pot stickers, 9 bucks. Right there you save for two people, 23 bucks. McCormick and Schmitz. If you sit down, you spend $35 on the rainbow trout. If you eat at the bar, you can get fish and scalp ceviche for 12 bucks. Saving for two, 23 bucks. Morton's Steakhouse. Sit down and get a New York strip. $86 dinner. If you get a petite filet mignon sandwich at the bar, 30 bucks. 
Savings for two fifty six bucks. So annual savings easily, if you dine out just once a month, is four hundred and ten dollars. So if you dine out more, try going to the bar. And it, I, am I the ultimate cheapskate? No, I'm not. I just hate seeing people throw money into restaurants. It's bad. Well, okay, if you work at a restaurant, I love restaurants. Blah blah blah. But I think you do a lot better. A lot better as a couple if you stop sitting down for a full-service meal. Again, you go, Rob, I'm only going to live once and I'm going to die. Well, okay, so I sound like I'm an ultimate cheapskate. But here's the kicker. When you're 70, if you're eating cat food, not good. Not good. Another way to save big doleros is switching your supermarket. Six-word strategy for saving on food. Get in car, drive to Costco. If you compare prices at Costco, Safeway, Whole Foods, if you calculate the prices for equivalent sizes, multiply the total list by 12, which is monthly shopping expeditions. If you add Costco's $50 annual membership to the cost, what you ultimately get is a family of four at Costco would run a tab of about $1,700. A family of four at Safeway, it's $2,400. A family of four at Whole Foods, it's easily $3,500. If there is no Costco in your area, try BJ's, try Sam's Warehouse for great, amazing discounts. Saving right there, $1,700.90. Uh, $1,700, $1,800. Now, again, am I saying you're going to get everything you love at Costco? You'd be surprised how many good things are at Costco as far as food goes. Now, okay, here's where I'm being the ultimate cheapskate. <laughs> I'll, I'll admit this one. It's utility costs. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get people who run air conditioning. A little heat's not going to kill you. Okay, if you got a baby, fine. Running air conditioning so the baby's nice and comfortable is fine. But it's not going to kill you to be warm, to be a little sticky, to be a little, little muggy. Now, competition's also a wonderful thing in the world of utilities. You can now get phone, wireless, cable, satellite. They're competing aggressively for your business. So you can get all of them for $99 for TV, telephone, broadband, internet service. All these services could easily cost 150 bucks a month if billed separately. So a, a savings of 20 bucks a month, it, easy. So consider it. 20 bucks a month comes to $240 a year. It, now, again, I don't even have a landline anymore. We're starting to cut some of these things out of our life with just by saying we don't need it. But if you do have television and phone separately, try to get a bundled package. If you do have television, phone, and uh, landline, wireless, try to, try to bundle them if you can. Another way to reduce cost is installing a smart thermostat. You could reduce energy and water usage. Uh, why heat or cool your home if you don't need to? Pretty obvious, right? With a programmable thermostat, you can put your temperature preferences on autopilot. It's going to cost you a total of you know 50 bucks for a smart thermostat. Um, annual savings, 180 bucks. I mean, we just live, we work our butts off and we throw money away at things we don't have to throw money away for. Another thing, for instance, have you ever hired a babysitter? Now, all men love babysitters. It's just programmed in our DNA. Don't know why. Round up another family. Round up two other families. Start your own babysitting services where you swap out. You got a friend Say, hey, I'll watch your kids for you on Saturday if you watch my kids next Sunday. Stop paying for babysitters. Babysitters are expensive. 
and you go out and you, you take your sugar booger to a dinner and a movie, and then you pay a babysitter, you know, 40, 50, 60 bucks. I don't know. I think all you need to do is watch another family's brood occasionally, and you can give yourself, you know, a couple extra payments. So annual savings, if you go out once a month, that's 480 bucks. So just to let you know, babysitter's not cheap. And I guarantee you got friends and family that, look, I mean, when you're playing with your kids at the playground and you see another dad who looks miserable because he's had too many children, say, hey, dude, how about I watch your kids one night for three or four hours and you watch my kids? And you could actually talk to other people and socialize. So, I don't know. I just think sometimes we get stuck in like, we got to hire somebody to do this. We got to hire someone to do that. We got to hire someone to do this. So, I need beer. So, if you need financial advice, I work for beer. See the swap? Swap services with other families. And you may actually get to know people, and that's not a bad thing. I'm going to keep talking about these cost savings ideas. I don't know why. It's on my head. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 if you want to pick up the phone and chit-chat with me. Well, from my brain is where I bleed. Insanity, it seems. KNEW, helping you make sense of the complicated world of money and finance. This is Rob Black. So I figured out another thing I could throw on my 100 things Rob Black hates when I do my next show. It's going to be called 101 to 200 things that Rob Black hates. Babysitters. Because they don't pay taxes. See where I'm going with that? 800-345-5639 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639. Came in with a little Nirvana. That's good music. It's good stuff, as I like to say. Um, there used to be a radio show that covered Apple, and the host was just awful. He, he always, that's good stuff. It's good stuff. He had that Apple nerd spit on the microphone thing going on when he talked. So uh, Apple would come out and say, we've come up with a new feature where when you hit the mouse, it's going to Open up a, a program called Safari. And the host would go, that's good stuff. I don't know why that always stuck with me, but for some reason it made me giggle and it made me smile. Okay, let's talk about other ways to save money. Turns out I'm doing a theme show and I didn't even realize I was doing a theme show. I've talked about, you know, swapping babysitting with neighbors instead of paying a babysitter. I've talked about, you know, trimming your utility bills. I've talked about... You know, doing bundled services. I've talked about switching to you know your supermarket. Uh, talked about eating at bars instead of eat, eating the at the bar of the restaurant versus eating at the table of the restaurant. Talked about discount brokers. I've talked about you know using no load mutual funds or low load mutual funds. I've talked about boosting your deductibles on insurance, whether it be life insurance, uh, well not life insurance, <laughs> deductible on life insurance, whether it be your car insurance or your health insurance. Boost the deductibles. Uh, the best credit card out there is, in my mind, no doubt, it's the blue cash from American Express. Uh, You have to pay it off every month, um, but you get cash back, and that's what I like about it. I I don't want free airline tickets. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. A couple other ways to save money is last-minute travel. It can be crazy, crazy expensive, but your wanderlust can be quenched 
And you can save big by booking an impromptu package deal vacation, lastminute.com. You know, if you reserve a week before departure, a trip for two from New York City to Amsterdam in early January, it probably costs you about $2,000. If you had planned the same trip months in advance, it's going to cost you about $2,500. So if you do want to vacation big, consider vacationing big at the last minute. Pretty good website is lastminute.com. Pretty good package deals as they're trying to get people into that hotel so that room doesn't stay empty, as they're trying to get people into that plane so the seat doesn't go unused. Now, again, that's kind of mixed message. I'm telling you to vacation big. But if you do, I'm showing you how to save some some doleros. So $500 on a $2,500 trip is is pretty big deal. Another way of saving money is buying a fuel-efficient car. SUVs are so 1990s, aren't they? You're in the market for a new car this year. You're in the driver's seat, clearly. Get it? Driver's seat. Buying a new car. Um, Toyota Corolla, Honda Fit. They're going to do 30 miles plus per gallon, paired with 20 miles per gallon for the Ford Taurus, the Chevy Impala. So when you do have a choice of a car, go with a more fuel-efficient one, whether it's new or used. It's going to save you 20 miles per gallon versus 30 miles per gallon. That's going to save you right there 550 bucks a year. On the average American. Now, downsizing from a gas guzzler also does the trick, clearly. Not all trade-downs are equal, though. For example, beware of swapping a relatively new SUV for a smaller one with better gas mileage. Um, Sometimes when you get into a newer vehicle, you're going to have higher insurance costs, so keep that in mind. The money sometimes you lose by trading in a newer vehicle. Cars typically lose 40 to 60% of their value. First three years of ownership, they may be, you know, more money than you save on gas. So don't swap out just to save on gas. Go with that. But typically, if you swap out intelligently, if you buy intelligently, you're talking about saving anywhere between $200, $500 in gas per year. You're talking about good $1,500 if both couples do it um, intelligently. And it depends on how, you know, how much driving you do as a family. If you've got a third car in your family, you're an idiot. You're paying insurance on a vehicle. It's depreciating right in front of your house. Three-car families, stupid, not smart families, not financially smart families. Okay, let's talk about another way of saving money. Hmm. Let's see. There's my friend Tony. He drives around with a bowling ball in his car. Get the stuff out of the trunk of the car. In large part, it's hurting your gas mileage. Get the stuff out of your out of your car, and hey, you can count that as a gym day, you know? Unloading your car of all the stuff that's in it. So save a little bit of money on the gym right there. Another place to save money is laptops. Recession-battered retailers are slashing prices to attract customers. The average laptop costs 795 bucks, but at Best Buy, you know, you can get one for 450 bucks. It's got all the memory and all the features you're ever going to need. Most computers are overkill, so cons- unless you're a, a video gamer... You don't need the latest and the greatest and the newest and the bestest. So if you're going to go with a laptop, consider you know going with an average one. That's going to save you 400 bucks versus going you know super high end. Another way of saving money: televisions. Now I got this big. I want to say the word A, but I'm not. I know I'm allowed to say the A word on air, but I don't want to. I got this big butt television. I'm a man, and I got to have a big television. Well, Chad Burton's got a 60 inch television because Chad Burton's got some size issues. He's 60 inches tall. His TV, 60 inches. I mean, that's crazy, right? 
I myself, I'm good with a 42-incher. I don't have to have all 60. So I got this 42-incher, but you know how I got it? I got on Craigslist, and there was this kid who had bought this brand-new Sony with a three-year warranty. He had bought it, and his dad found out about it and freaked out and made him sell it for half price. So I got a $1,500 TV, about 600 bucks, because the kid had to sell it in a panic. It was three months old, two to three months old. That's it. When I got to his house to pick it up, okay, I had to pick it up myself. Okay, okay, that's fair. He had all these video games installed into the game, into the TV. Like, all he did was play video games on a big old nice television. I don't. I think that's a little overkill, right? So I saved hundreds and hundreds. And Craigslist is a great place to buy stuff if you're comfortable with the transaction. If you're a cute, sweet little honey of a girl, maybe not the best place to be buying used stuff. But I have no problem with it. I'm comfortable. Again, that may be um, a male ego thing to say if you're a cute, sweet honey of a girl. Um, But right now with a recession, with people losing their homes, with companies going out of business, you can get a great office chair for almost nothing on Craigslist. So just watch how you're spending your money. I think that Americans tend to spend money incredibly bad, and we just go with what we think we know. Anyhow, that's it for my ways to save money. If you followed all of those tips, you'd save $18,000 a year. Now, again, that's the average family. Some of those costs are much more. Some of them you don't even have in your life. So it's not the end-all, be-all of ways of saving money. Let's take a little bit of a break here. It's the Rob Black Show, 800-345-5639. I'm Rob Black. This is Rob Black on Talk 910 KNEW. I know this is going to sound kind of odd. Coming up with ways to save money and they just keep coming into your head, don't they? Once you start thinking about how can I be cheaper with this or how can I be cheaper with that? Like I suggested firing your babysitter and instead finding a family that wants to swap babysitting services. Um, I think that's a great idea. And I think most people just don't think like that. Now, I understand, you know, you want your kid in your home and things like that, but it's not so bad. Anyway, um, toilet paper. I wrote down steal toilet paper from the office. I don't want you to steal toilet paper from the office, but you could. Or you could do like what it seems like every other gross person in the world does is they wait to poop until they get to work. Ugh. I used to work in a building like when I first started a money management firm many, 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 many years ago. It used to just gross me out. People take newspapers to the restroom and just sit there for 45 minutes emptying their bowels. Just do it at home. But now I'm starting to think about it. They were saving money. They were saving money on toilet paper. They were saving money on um, water and flushing. So they were saving potentially they might break their own toilet if they use it all that often in home repair. So I get the idea. <laughs> oh, good God. I know I'm embarrassing myself at times, right? But oh, 
grossest thing in the world. I don't understand why men do that. They all wait till Monday morning at 9 a.m. I actually had a friend at one point in time who showed me a $4 power bill in the state of California. And I was just, I was impressed by that. And one of the things that she did was she showered at the gym instead of showering at home. Now, automatically, a gym membership costs money, but I shower at the gym every day. I don't shower at home anymore. I come to work, my hair looks crazy. I look like Albert Einstein on a daily basis. <laughs> I actually saw one of my exes in the hallway. She works here and, uh, well, let's just say I'm a little embarrassed. So uh, I hang out at a gym for an hour every day and I shower at the gym. So um, save money that way, right? Yes and no, because it's an expensive gym. Why did I, I choose an expensive gym? Because 24-hour fitness is gross and disgusting. So I decided I'm going to spend a little extra money in my life to go to a nice gym. 24-hour fitness is gross and disgusting. So now Heidi just chimed in. She goes, why don't you run around the city? Because the city's too cold. I need ideal temperature to exercise. If I don't have a good temperature, like I love running when it's 75, 80, 90 degrees in the city. But those days where it's overcast, cold and muggy, can't do it. Can't do it. Um, I'm, and again, I could afford a gym. Most people shouldn't pay for gyms. Uh, because it's too expensive. So to be quite honest with you, I know people that will throw 50, 60 bucks a month into a gym and they won't even consider a 401k. So anyway, I've totally rambled and I think I've ruined myself as a, a reputable person uh, with all my talk about poop and free showers and things along those lines. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's talk about something a little bit more serious. Social security this year, millions of older people, and you know, I don't like older people because they don't pay taxes. Millions of older people this year are facing shrinking Social Security. <laughs> They're going to get less. Well, yes and no. This year, Social Security is projecting there's not going to be a cost of living adjustment. There's a cute little acronym for that called COLA, cost of living adjustment. So no cost for living adjustment for the next two years. And that hasn't happened since 1975 when we started instituting this cost of living adjustment. By law, Social Security benefits cannot go down. Nevertheless, monthly payments are going to drop for millions of people in Medicare prescription drugs because their premiums are going to go up and they're deducted from Social Security payments. So older people are going to get less. So <laughs> <laughs> I can do it live. Um, cost of living adjustments are pegged to inflation, which has been negative this year, largely because energy prices are below 2008 levels. Now, here's where I feel a little sympathy for older people. They're not using a lot of energy because they just sit at home and watch television. They sit at home and watch Home Shopping Network. They sit at home and watch QVC. I know what you're doing. I've studied you. I've studied you from a distance. I, I know exactly what you're doing. So what are they doing? When they do go out and put gas in the 35-year-old car, they go to the doctor. And doctors cost them more each year. So advocates are saying that older people still face higher prices because they spend a disproportionate amount of money on health care, where costs rise faster than inflation. Um, a lot of people have also suffered from declining home values and shrinking stock portfolios. So they're counting more and more on Social Security. About 50 million Americans are retired and disabled, and they get the Social Security benefits. The average monthly benefit, what do you think the average monthly benefit in Social Security is? When you retire, when you retire and you're all done working, you have no nest egg and you're like, I'm done. How much do you think you're going to get? How do you want to chime in? Shouldn't it? She can't hear me. Heidi, let's ask her what the average Social Security benefit is. Hold on. She's just gave me some Spanish. Uno momento, which is Spanish for one moment. 
She thinks the average Social Security benefits $500 a month. Well, you're actually, sadly, way low. Um, it's $1,100 this year. $1,100 for the average American getting Social Security. Do the math. What's that come out to? 12000 a year? 13000 14000 a year? That's not much. Can you live off that per year? And it's taxed. I know. Doesn't that sound stupid? Our government taxes Social Security. They give you something for free and then they take it right back away from you. Well, they don't give it for you, to you for free, but you get the idea. Okay. Um, so Social Security this year is going to be less because you're not going to get the cost of living adjustment and the money that they take out for your health care is going to be greater this year than last year. So uh, people are going to be taking less home. Now, Nokia did something kind of interesting today. They made what I would refer to as the dumbest statement of the day. Now, I usually take the top top uh, top notch of dumbest statement of the day. I'm usually like number one, two, three, four, and five. When Keith Olbermann gives out the dumbest statements of the day awards, I'm typically right there. But today, it's going to be Nokia. They've pledged to strike back at Apple. <laughs> that ain't going to work. They said they're going to produce more mobile phones that are going to compete with Apple's iPhone. Now, a guy named Oli Pekka, Oli Pekka Kalasuvo. I never trust any man named Oli. Just call me, call me a wise man. He's the CEO of Nokia. He said that he's aiming to be even more competitive following criticism that they had failed to come up with a handset to match the iPhone. In an interview with the Financial Times this morning, he said, Oli said, that he's insisting that Nokia is going to succeed with its strategy of transforming itself from a mobile manufacturer into a supplier of services on handsets, such as Maps and Music. The thing that Apple has right now, they've got those freaking applications. Tons and tons and tons of them. Have you seen the application for the iPhone called the Bump? Where you basically hit the application, and let's say you meet a hottie. You meet a hottie on the BART. You hit your bump, she hits her bump, and then you bump hands together, and your phones touch each other, and it, it swaps phone numbers. I don't know who's going to pay for that. But it, it's there. So Oli over at Nokia has to come up with something that kind of cool. Now, Apple's already got the iTunes. The iTunes goes into the iPhone. They've got the, the iBump for the iPhone. Nokia's going to try to inject fresh momentum into their smartphone strategy with the release of a device featuring a Linux operating system. Ooh, a Linux operating system. Do you hear all the 14-year-old girls going, I got to have one. I got to have one. Dad, I got to have. No, of course not. No one cares about that kind of stuff. The people that care about it live in San Francisco, and they typically talk like this. I got a really cool phone, and it's got an operating system. They don't care. We care about applications. Nokia is going to try to inject a momentum into the smartphone market because they're behind. It's, it's ironic. I don't know if this is ironic, or is this just a coincidence? Motorola didn't get the switch from analog cell phones to digital cell phones. They didn't get it. They missed the whole product cycle. Now Motorola is basically dead. Nokia, they didn't get the switch to smartphones. I'm not saying they're basically dead, but you would have thought they would have learned their lesson. So, anyway, Oli's coming out saying, we're going we're gonna to do it, we're going to do it, we're going to do it. They're expected to start selling some netbooks and some small mobile computers, things along that line. But, I don't know, I think it's too late for Nokia. Anyway, it's the Rob Black Show. Who am I? You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. I'll be back in 22 hours talking all things financial. Don't be shy with the phone calls. Tomorrow I'm going to have certified financial planner Chad Burton on the show. You can call in at 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. What are you listening to right now? You're listening to Talk 910 KNEW. Rob Black, weekday mornings from 10 to noon on Talk 910 KNEW. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.